Welcome to Unchained, PlayStation Unchained. At that, I am your host, Neil Bolt, here to talk about things that are PlayStation-based and not a lot of not, as you probably know by now. Uh, I am joined, as I heard, by Mr. Bin. Bin? Bin. Sorry, Bin. <laughs> bin <laughs> Chiller Beer Hall. <laughs> bin Chiller Beer Hall, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm here. In a bin, it seems. <laughs> we think more highly of you than he does. <laughs> no, I'm in a garbage bin. It's fine. That's perfectly okay for me. I was picturing one of those green ones. Sat in one of those green garbage cans. Fair enough. I, I like you were in. Detail. You were in one. I've got way too much detail for this joke. <laughs> I, I just imagine you. I just imagine you in your bin outside. Next to you know, spying on all the werewolves. <laughs> well, you know, this you know, got to throw the old food to keep them away. <laughs> wow! Just sit there with a box of like fish and be like, "No, go away!" <laughs> <laughs> I see. What? I see. Um, right. Um, carrying on there. Um, also have with us Gary Bagdasarov. Sup, players? Sup, players? That is so poorly done. Come on, better, better, better. I'm now. talking about video game players. Sure, sure. 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 <laughs> 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 Always taking things the wrong way, you guys. Uh, also joined by Bermy <laughs> Austin. Yeah. Um, yes, Christopher Visser is also here. Yeah, what's up? What's up, players? <laughs> <laughs> are we all doing that now that's it just <laughs> hit that punch that subscribe button hit that notification bell if we get 10,000 likes I'll give out some V-Bucks 100 V-Bucks for every 10,000 likes what the hell is a V-Buck it's we a, have different it's a, names it's for the them. It's Fortnite currency. Yeah, we have yeah. a lot of names for them. <laughs> yeah, Gary's just in awe right now. I call it doo doo currency. <laughs> <laughs> well, it probably has as much worth, really, to be honest. I call that bias. <laughs> this is my life. Anyway, um, also of course joining us is the sweetest poet of all. He is the Honey Noon, Tim Noons. Uh, I was going to say, like, is that a comment? But then, honey, nice. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> Told you. A game. Early A game. Well, that was sex. Oh, the, the rest of it is Z game. But this, yeah. A. All the way. Uh, <laughs> a to Z in one, two, three. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and finally, rounding out our little group, troop, if you will, um, it's the return to this podcast of Alfonso Boxer. Way too long, but it's finally good to be back. We missed you, Alfonso. I've missed you as well. I miss you, only, Alfonso. Only we don't, because we still don't hear you on the other podcast. So it, it, it's, it's a strange kind of missing. It, it's <laughs> a, theatrical, a theatrical sadness, if you will. But you're well, anyway, I assume. I am. No stabbings, no interpersonal relationship dramas. Yeah, there's a story no behind that. No electrocutions. That's going to shock y'all. 
Well, you shock, shock us, not him. Yeah, you just, <laughs> you just save that for the podcast where it matters most. <laughs> the one that's already gone out and you've heard it before. Yes. <laughs> that was so good when you said that thing about the thing that happened in the thing. But it hasn't happened yet. Man, I was shocked. I had to go change my pants because they were so shocked. Shocked? That's what happens when you get shocked? <laughs> well, traditionally, yeah. If the shock is bad enough... I thought you just had like a weak bladder and it's like mildly startled and he's like, whoop, <laughs> change know, it. You... I can't just be mildly startled. Remember the werewolves and vampires? Oh yeah, you get used to it. After a while, it's just like, oh, there you go. Only three out today. It's... Ben, just eat a lot of silver and a lot of garlic. Doesn't matter how it gets into your system. If you want to spray silver paint on some garlic cloves, just get them in you somehow and you'll be fine. You keep both the vampires and the werewolves away. Yeah, this is very true. I, I think I, I would just say allegedly, really, at this point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, by the way, can I talk about? As everyone knows, right, can I say one thing? Right, there was a joke. Well, it was a a name for this town, like five or six years ago, that was so bad that I thought it was a joke, and then I met people while I was doing the Pokemon raiding yesterday. And someone yeah. actually named the town it. And I was sat there going, no, God, no. Why? Why was this still a thing? Uh, uh, this, uh, I'm warning you now, you're all going to laugh. They called it Scarbados. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man, that's as bad as here, where um, Boscombe, which is like basically the drug haven of, of our town, is known as Bos Vegas, literally. Scarbados. <laughs> yeah. For no real reason, I think. Uh, and it, then it got called Bosco because of its uh, high Eastern <laughs> European uh, player count, if you will. It's, uh, yes, but yeah, they came Love and said, "Ah, oh, it's, it's nice to actually visit Scarbados." I'm like, "No, Scarbados oh, Slim. I thought you were still in Scarbados." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, <laughs> Futurama. I, um, yeah. All, 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 all the ninety percent of my body is just comprised of like Family Guy, Futurama, and Simpsons quotes. That's literally all I'm good for. Oh, you're being serious. Point. One second, let Ooh, me this... laugh harder. <laughs> <laughs> and now I shall leave for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> the big yeah. brain am winning. Words escape me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll find that's called talking, Gary. This is my life. Why do I talk? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> because you have a beautiful voice. <laughs> Look, honey noons, I'm sick of your shit. Uh, call me the honey badger. <laughs> or honey nooner? Maybe that's something else. Uh, oh, honey. Yeah. Yes. Straight to the moon, mate. Sweet, sweet nooner. Embarrassment. <laughs> Embarrassment. One of these days, straight up the noon. Please, straight up the you. moon. Oh my! Yeah. <laughs> That's where he likes it. That's no boo. Straight, straight up his honey nooner. That's. <laughs> I like it to the point. Hence, it's a nooner. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're here to talk about video games. Are we sure? Dirty liar. I, I feel if I keep repeating it, it might become true at some point. 
Yeah. We'll see. Well, first, the, they actually have to announce some stuff about video games for us to talk about. Well, there is stuff, I, I suppose, if, if I were to look. There um, is stuff. There is stuff. I mean, we can talk com- about the overpriced Resident Evil 2 Remake Collector's Edition. What do you mean? That because, looks oh kind of cool. Overpriced, though. Come on, Ben. Let's be honest. I just want the game. Give me Claire Redfield. That that box better be solid stone and LEDs <laughs> for that price. That's all yeah, I'm. Bit handy. That's all I want. So too. what comes what comes in it, Gary? Tell us what comes in the, in the yes. package. Okay, so you get um, a statue of Leon Kennedy. I believe it's twelve inches of Lame. his design. Twelve phrasing. inches of yeah. Twelve inches of what, phrasing. Which I personally believe they should have done a statue of the both of them. Especially yes. if the collector's edition is $200. Well, don't worry, Gary, because <laughs> they haven't announced the European collector's edition yet. So what they're probably going to do is going to give Europe, Claire, America, Leon. Then you have to import one or the other to complete the collection. Japan, oh. need, Japan needs to get tofu. It has to. Oh has to be God. made out of tofu as well. Mm-hmm. Now, if one, there were my... a Claire Redfield one, I would get that, like, hands down. Other than yeah. play too. If I were Claire Redfield, I would, I would get it. Oh yeah. As I said, All my right. thing is you... that they should have tofu being eaten by hunk on a chair. Like in the cutscene. <laughs> yes. Or or the April Fool's joke of Akuma. <laughs> Just give me an Akuma statue in Resident Evil. Oh, I'm surprised they didn't give it an Akuma outfit to Chris. You wait. You wait. All right. Alright, right. Mo- moving on, moving on. No. <laughs> you also get a poster of RPD renovation blueprints. Because everybody cares about that. Can, then you can build your own <laughs> RPD. Oh, God. You get an uh, art book, which is a standard thing in collector's edition these days. A digital soundtrack of the game. Meh. And the game will also come with the deluxe version, which will give you the entire DLC pack voucher, which includes um, the original version soundtrack swap, whatever that means. I'm guessing you can change the soundtrack of the game, original yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. Instead of the remastered. You awful. get two costumes for Leon. One is the Arclay Sheriff and a Noir outfit. Um, you also get the Samurai Edge Deluxe Weapon, which I believe is the one that Albert Wesker uses. So you, what I understand. you win. <laughs> and you get three costumes for Claire. You get the military outfit, a Noir outfit, and you get the super awesome Eliza Walker costume, which for those nice. who don't know was the original female character that was in Resident Evil 1.5 before they got cancelled. And they redid the whole game with Claire. Is that good? Um, well, nobody ever played that game, so... So, yes. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> we'll get to play with her. Um, you also get the pre-order bonus of the Samurai Edge, which is Chris's model, and the Samurai Edge, which is Jill's model. Chris, you have your own model? Nice. I, I, I am I am indeed a model of my own. Uh, and you're Resident Evil 2 is DLC. I'd pay for that. And a, apparently you get all this in a nice RPD item box packaging. So it's a box with the RPD logo on it. Oh, good, because I want the packaging for my collector's <laughs> edition. That's the most important bit. It's $200, and it is exclusive to GameStop, which was their first mistake right off the bat. Ew. Yep. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll be exclusive to Game, and that'll be their second mistake. $199.99. I personally think it's pricey for what you get. I don't think, out of all that, I don't think the statue is really the biggest thing, and I don't think it's worth $200, personally. 
That's why I said that R- that that RPD case. It needs to be like metal or stone and a bunch <laughs> of LED lights in it or something. Because RGB no, that, that price. Yeah, <laughs> RGB lighting. God damn it. Yeah, built in chili. Like if they would have done the statue. Sorry, of the two of them standing Gross. together, like the game's cover is, I would totally buy it. But yeah. it, it's just Leon. But like Ben said, the European collector's edition hasn't been revealed yet, and Capcom likes to change those because they're assholes. And would anyone want to trade with me? UK one. As I said, we'll probably get a Claire one, I'm guessing. Yeah, I'll trade with you, Ben. Very That'd possible. be awesome. But yes, that was revealed. Hey, it, it can't be as bad quality as the Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite Collector Edition. With the Infinity Stones that look like Infinity Plastic Orbs. Perfect. That was a thing. <laughs> that was a thing. In, in, the infinity Balls. <laughs> <laughs> to Infinity and Beyond. <laughs> and beyond. <laughs> Thanks, Childhood. Reality Balls. Yes. <laughs> Reality Re- Balls. <laughs> Sake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't see the other one because I might get sued by the National Lottery. That's right. why. The Powerball. <laughs> oh, it's fine. <laughs> anyway, so who's buying the collector's edition? I am. Alfonso, you are? Yeah. Why? Just because it's Resident Evil 2. And I know... Besides me, a lot of people that that also know is getting it just because it's, it's been a long time for this remake and it's finally happening. So I could justify this price and I'm okay with this price because it's a lot better than the Darksiders three four hundred dollar collector's edition price. This is, is a fact, but you get the Assassin's four Creed statue in that one. What about the Assassin's Creed one thousand dollar collector's edition? I don't really play Assassin's Creed, so that, yeah, so. It's just, nah. some of Cut's editions are stupid. But yeah, I well, agree, $200 isn't that bad if the statue's well done. I I paid that for, uh, what did I pay? I paid that for Fantasy 15. Yeah, I paid about 200 quid for 15, so. Woof. Yeah. <laughs> and then I forgot the content wasn't in the game, so I had to buy more season passes. Hmm. That sounds awful. Yeah. It does it does anyway? Other news. There was other news, wasn't there? Um, I'm sure there was. It always is. Uh, but up, but up, but we saw Nathan Fillon in an Uncharted live-action fan film this week, which was all right in places, but clearly not together in, in five minutes. In a lot of ways, probably because they didn't have him for very long. But it was nice to see. All the same, he's. A good fifteen years too old for the role now. It has to be said, but yeah, yeah I thought he was looking a little wrinkly in it. Yeah, I mean, well, he's not looking as wrinkly as he was, to be fair, in recent years. So he's. I was surprised to see him in such good shape again. To be honest, it is, which is yeah, good no to see. No man's sky's getting multiplayer missions at last. It's finally getting its online multiplayer. Like, and other things. Yeah. Well, it's it's becoming something very exciting again. Yeah. Which I'm is, looking forward to installing it again. Yes, and you know, every, every major publication had their own um, exclusive interview with uh, Sean Murray, which boiled down to asking the same five questions and getting the same five answers, which mainly were was being harassed by people online, you know, a really bad thing. And it's like, yeah, funny enough, yeah. It, it was. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it kind of sucked. 
That's why Phil Fish left the game completely. If yeah. you don't remember. <laughs> uh, uh, Square Enix revealed the rewards from the Fantasy XIV's multiplayer thing with Monster Hunter. Yeah, it did. Yeah, there was that. There was um, Behemoth. People got excited that, that the Blue Point were working on Demon Souls Remaster, despite the fact that everything on the page points to it being anything but Demon Souls. Um, well, yeah, as soon as like... I read the photo mode, I'm like, no, it's Demon Souls because Demon Souls, there's no pause button at all. Why would they suddenly go, hmm, let's not have a pause button, let's have a photo mode instead? It, it also sounds multi-format as yeah. well. It would then pull that out, as well. so which would well out the uh, Metal Gear Solid one as well. But uh, yeah. uh, they like money; they might as well just throw it on everything. Huh? But yeah, um, I think it was Gary. I think pointed out Mass Effect is is quite a a, a, a strong contender. There, uh, you know, the I would buy the, that so hard. That would that, make my Mass Effect. Gary, would that make the best Mass Effect two you've ever played? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I was away. What are we talking about? We're talking about was, is this Blue Point game possibly your best Mass Effect? Um, I could see it being Mass Effect very easily. Um, that would make my Mass Effect. I mean, with EA being more willing to, if if EA was willing to do Burnout Paradise, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't do Mass Effect. Yeah, at all. Uh, yeah, especially since the that franchise kind of went downhill for them now. Yeah. It will be a good way to get a lot of the fan base back. Oh yeah, just milk money out of that fan base, knowing you're not going to go back to it. <laughs> Burnout, um. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> what do you mean? Why? Why would it be a bad business model to make a game just for Tim? Why is that a bad business model? Game just Tim. Yeah, especially if it was Metal Gear Solid Two, or buy that again. Metal Gear Solid Tim in VR. I don't care how bad it is. I want oh, fish, and, fish and mailed, I'd still buy the shit out of it. You know, yeah. you just want to run around as right and naked in VR. Hashtag. <laughs> you know what I would pay so much money for was if Konami released Metal Gear Solid VR missions in VR. Yeah, it's called Volume, and you you can already buy it for VR. So yeah, it's there. Yeah, but I want to play a snake and Raiden and random other characters. Random other characters. <laughs> wow. Play with Snake and Raiden. Yeah. I like, it's almost like you had them written on your hand. You're like, Snake and Raiden. And <laughs> also, <laughs> it's, like, it's like random other characters. Uh, no, yeah, no, no. It's not wrong, to be fair, because there's Big Boss and Venom. So, you know, well, no, it's just like you can have like even players the villains, like uh, Fortune or Vamp, because it's VR, so... That's what I meant by random, just, you know, other characters. Uh, that, that's less random, more in-universe. I mean, yeah. random would be like if Spongebob Square was... <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, if, if that was the characters. But, uh, but, but, but yeah. Spider-Man turns up for a bit of What else do we have? Oh, let's do our, our five seconds of uh, Xbox news. Um, Microsoft put out a thing saying they had a hardware reveal coming up, uh, Game was it Gamescom and uh, Gamescom, yeah. yeah, and of course they hyped. This is very um, familiar if you ever heard a Microsoft story. They hyped up that it was going to be hardware. Realized that it might get them in a bit of trouble. Had to track back a bit and say, oh yeah, we're not actually talking a new console. We're we're talking we're going to make a slightly new version of something we've already got. That's all. Oh, oh so what you're oh, saying? It was yeah. time to exclusive tweet. Yes, they they, they didn't make. <laughs> They didn't make any mistakes. They knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. 
they, they realised that this was a particularly shitty week in the universe and that no one would really care uh, by the end of the week. And they were right, I think, because <laughs> everything that's gone on since then uh, in the world probably puts that quite low down on the list of things that people care about. Did they hear that Battlefield Five will have an open beta that's earlier than the previous beta because of all the problems that Arthur had during the previous Battlefield? I didn't. Yeah. But that's because I've stopped caring about Battlefield. I think it's even even the allure of World War Two is the not Battlefield there. Battlefield Five will be in September. Battle what? Battlefield. Battle what? I like that. Well done, Chris. Right. <laughs> I feel the same way. I'm just like battle what? I don't give a fuck about it at all. It's just uh, overdone, like Call of Duty and. Though I am still curious about the new Assassin's Creed. I haven't had a chance to catch Odyssey yet, but everybody said really good. Who was best Mario game? Oh, sorry, right, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, Odyssey is the new one. Origins is the. Uh, yeah. Oh wait! Oh, did I say Odyssey? Yes, thank yeah. you. Oh, Black Ops Four has a beta start time as well. I bet uh, August. Yeah, um, we learned that uh, Wrecking Ball will come to oh, sorry, watch August next. third. For PS4. Stop, stop talking over me, Benjamin. Oops. Damn you. Right on the button, Benjamin. <laughs> I get that reference. <laughs> it's breaking it's breaking advertising news. Ben's over at our breaking news desk here. And so he just put, he just pops in and yells things really quick about <laughs> Activision, call of duty, hashtags. <laughs> uh, I'm a little suit and tie as I say that now. <laughs> if it helps, I'll, it helps. I'll imagine you in a suit and tie, Ben, <laughs> at your desk. With a little, at your desk, with a hat, little hat with a feather in it. Yeah, your, monocle, coming yeah. a fist angrily. Um, I assume to do with the news could be something else. We don't know. <laughs> Why not both? Why not both? <laughs> this is the news. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, uh, from software have promised that there will be more than humanoid enemies in Sekiro. Um, there'll be some dark and hidden things that, uh, yeah, so monsters basically. So, if you want a more soulsy type thing in terms of enemy design, it's not all going to be humans, even though the human design has not been bad at all either so far. So, we shall see. And there's a whole bunch of new Spider Man stuff that wasn't anything greatly new but just a new trailer pretty much confirming a couple of characters we knew were going to be people so Norman Osborn is clearly the, the ginger man which is not shocking and Kingpin and all those lot Rhino etc and Silver Sable of course was shown in that one so and we found out that Laura Bailey's doing the voice of Mary Jane yeah and she's definitely definitely they showed a bit of the old stealth sections with her I, I hope that that works because I, I can see that being a point of contention if they don't work it right. I, I, I look at um, <clears throat> Breath of the Wild's uh, brief foray into uh, stealth for one whole section, and yeah, I, if I could take points off the game for, for one tiny section, it's there. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> but yes, so yeah, there's, there was all sorts going on this week, but really not much. It's Comic Con week. We just had a bunch of awesome trailers, is what we had. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They are the trailers, and 
Yeah. I just want to say that Godzilla movie. Oh man. Oh yeah. That, that that trailer did a lot of things to me. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, I would, yeah. Absolutely loved it. it just, even the Shazam trailer. Actually, thinking about that, it's just like I love the the attitude and the fun feel to it, which is just mm. that that was the best put across thing they've done in a while. You know. Yeah. And- I'm just happy that chubby Godzilla is coming back. Like, that's my favorite Godzilla. yeah, he's so and, adorable. And, and and he gets to fuck up King Kong next year, which is even better. So. Yeah, I'm expecting King Kong to appear at the end of this movie. So oh. it's been four years, man. I I need a new Godzilla already. Mm-hmm. Just stuff that isn't Pacific Rim uprising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fine. Yeah, talk, talk actually, movies. Uh, uh, on a video game related note, I watched the uh, Tomb Raider movie this week, and uh, oh. that, that, that was a, a whole lot of nothing, really. It was. <laughs> it's like they took basic ideas of the of the rebooted version of the game from 2013. You know, same island, same legend of, of curse, and so, except they turned the curse into a very grounded, normal bollocks, and it's just like, oh. So you're not going to have mystical fucking creatures and shit. In a video game, I might say, oh, well, we didn't need that. But in a film, when you've basically spent half your film being a 90s British film that, that, in terms of uh, production values and script. Uh, yeah, and not talking like Notting Hill or anything here. I'm talking like shooting fish. Um, for all two people that listen to this and get that, well done to you. Um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's just it's such a slow start to, for a film. It spends forty five minutes really getting to the point of anything. Uh, Walter Goggins shows up and is probably the, the worst version of Walter Goggins we'll, we'll get on screen. He's just a little too passive for once. And yeah, it just all culminates in a very drab finale. Uh, just a bit. I'd heard. It was okay at best, but, and uh, I think that's pretty fair to be honest. It is okay, but it's just like it looked less like Tomb Raider in parts and more like Uncharted. Just like, especially like the hanging from things in there was, was straight out of the school of Nathan Drake's. I've broken the thing I'm standing on, and now I have to hang off this thing. <laughs> and so they they do the whole. They make they try to make a big thing about the pickaxe, yeah. And how, you know, that's her main weapon, you know, the iconic weapon of the modern Lara. And it's like, sure, okay, but why? And, yeah, the, the use of the bow and arrow in some scenes is just laughable. You know, it's just like holding someone up with a bow and arrow when they've got guns. It just seems a bit silly. I, I think they put that out. And there's a whole daughter thing going on, the whole storyline, which is just... Uh, the stuff that they teased on in the games but condensed into one movie and and finished and done with and just like oh okay right none of that was necessary great great to have this strong female led you know action movie that totally relies on how much she misses her daddy and how much she looks up to her daddy and yeah it's yeah yeah <laughs> I, I hate when they try to when they when they poorly shoehorn like characters into it i feel like that's kind of been a curse of the tomb raider movies i felt like that with the lore with the uh angelina jolie ones too it's just i didn't really 
care for Laura's background, and then they, I don't know. Well, I mean, that that was among a lot of problems, I felt that. Well, yeah. Angelina was, <laughs> was But, I mean, it was, for, for where Tomb Raider was then, it kind of fit, you know, because it was big, dumb, stupid, you know, fun in, in, in a lot of ways. But, yeah, the, the, the very minimal plot points, and that was Tomb Raider then. Um, it's a little better now, and, you know, I expected a bit better than me. It spends hard, the first forty odd minutes showing you how Lara's trying to live the good life, you know, not spending her inheritance, not signing off on her inheritance or anything because she still believes her daddy's alive and all that. And yeah, it's just fucking just trying to show that she's oh look, she's so she pity her. She has to steal food and and she can't pay the rent. It's like, but she could if she fucking signed for her inheritance. And it's like kind of makes a it a mockery of all the other people that she's taking things from to just live like this for nothing. And it's like And then in the end Why does yeah, that yeah. sound so familiar from something? Probably it, I think it's in a Batman film somewhere. Yeah. I, I'm sure Mm. Arrow, maybe, because right. that's I think that's that... Ollie's uh, kind of yeah thing what, right there. In fact, Iron Fist is the same Iron Fist as well. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the worst you had to bring the... back Iron Fist, didn't you? Hey, yeah, I am they... looking forward to Iron Fist season two. No, <laughs> not even Iron Fist is looking forward to Iron Fist season two. <laughs> the, the, the new director is good, and I enjoyed Iron Fist in Luke, the last Luke Cage, so. Oh, they got the fight coordinator from Black Panther for yeah. that, so. But then again, the fight scenes in Black Panther weren't exactly spectacular. They were good, but they weren't like, holy they shit. Were, they Look were at well, Jackie Chan fighting Jet Li. It was not that. Were, yeah, you're not going to have the person <laughs> shooting them that were shooting those fight scenes and not have the soundtrack. So yeah, it's not going to be quite the same. I'm excited anyway. for that, by the way. Jackie Chan versus Jet Li. Yeah, that's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It, no, who's... Oh, God, Jackie Chan is playing the bad guy in a new movie in one of, like... Dude, have you seen a picture of Jet Li recently? He's still fine. He's not fine, dude. (laughs) (laughs) He's not fine. He's suffering from a genetic disease, and it's killing him very slowly. Oh, man, I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, he's not looking good at all. No, who was it? There's something upcoming that Jackie Chan is actually going to play the bad guy in. God, I I wish I could remember it it's uh i'll look it up and i'll get back to you <laughs> thank you you, you do that <laughs> uh, yeah so that, that's the, the news including a, a small review on tomb raider the movie which is at best a five out of ten movie it's not the worst video game film it's just there and forgettable in a lot of ways i i probably wouldn't have been able to tell you half what happened had i not watched it three hours ago to be honest so <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah it was that um that was it yeah yeah so um video games huh um we play them sometimes and that is often a part of the uh, show we do so let's do it that. was donnie yen it was donnie yen to face donnie off yen. against jackie chan and it man four that's what it was excuse that, me that's better uh, that's, that, did that's you say Hitman four it man four it my pete I pee freely. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was like the oldest Simpsons uh, Bart's prank call to Moe. 
IP freely. Yeah. Maybe it was right. a Beavis and Butthead one. I can't remember which. No, That's I think it was Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the anyway, guys doing Iron Fist 2 directed Creed as well. That was pretty good. That was what, yeah. Yeah, what? The director of Black Panther is directing Iron Fist. Because he well, the the uh, stunts producer. All right, so I was gonna say because it's the guy who directed Ryan Coogler, then that, that would be a massive thing. It's the guy uh, who did, who did the, the uh, what all the fight choreography. And just a strange choice, given that it, his most natural choice would be like Luke Cage. But yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> yeah, he did the fight choreography for um, Creed. That was very good. So it was very good. It was. It certainly was. Um. So yeah, we play games. I've been playing games. I don't know about you guys, but uh, that's certainly a thing that's happened this week. Yeah. Um, yes, was, what have you played, Neil? Well, I'm glad you asked, Christopher. Um, I have been playing... <laughs> I can talk about this because by the time this goes out, the embargo will be ended, so I, I can talk about it anyway. Uh, the Persistence, which is a PSVR first-person roguelike horror game. If you and yeah, it's pretty creepy. Yeah, so it's I love I love games in space stations. Apart from the first Dead Space, which is massively overrated and nowhere near as good as the other two, but <laughs> I still. <laughs> this is why Damn I love you, Neil. Damn, that sounded like a jab. I don't know. That was I took I took that personally. You're talking about my homeboy there, Dead Space hey, One. I'm going out swinging, sunshine. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's going to offend everybody, by the way. <laughs> and then win them back with charm and good old fashioned British good naturedness. If Only if you send me a beer or whatever the weird ass beer you drink. But uh, I'm just drinking Amstel. So just... Oh, someone's getting excited. So <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it who was? It couldn't it? have Don't been my lie. excitement because I was muted. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> maybe it, it breached your mute at this point and. Uh... Oh. <laughs> did you say? Did you say bleached my mute? Well, it could do. And I said breached. Either way, bleach my Channing Tatum. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just know that you know. This is my contribution. I'm seriously the worst. Thank yes. you. I appreciate it. I really do. <laughs> that I called myself out, or that I both. I <laughs> both. Perfect. Uh, yeah. So. I, earlier in the year, I played a game called The Station, which was a very narrative-based um, game set on a space station. And it was boring because if you're a narrative game, you kind of will have an interesting story. It didn't. And there was not much to do beyond that because of the puzzle. Here, it's it's more about survival. And in that you know 3D environment, it's just that much more unnerving to just sort of go down the corridors, which are often dark, of course. Um, mostly to hide, you know, slight limitations in terms of uh, character models and stuff. Not greatly. I mean, as far as VR games go, it's one of the better-looking ones, you know, in terms of games designed for it. Um, if you do get to little uh, fisticuffs with the the, uh, it's, they're basically the bad, the enemies in this are like off cuts, off cut copies of clones. You know, they're, they are the bad versions of clones that come through. Because you are always playing as a clone of certain uh, staff members that were at this space station, and that's how it goes. I think they did the same in Prey Moon Crash uh, last month as well. And yeah, so but each time you die, if you collected a certain amount of you know, credits and like stem cell research stuff, you can 
make yourself a better version of that person for the next time round and and have better abilities and better weapons to start with. Uh, your basic stuff is like you have this thing that can extract like uh, stem stem cell DNA stuff as well out of the the, the rogue bad corpses, if you will. Um, but also it doubles as a melee weapon, and you you can hit. But you have like a, a force field shield that uses a parry, so you're parrying in VR in person. So come on, do that parry, knock them down, and then hit them with the other thing. A bit weird to get used to in a, in a 3D environment because, you know, I, I think the only previous time I can think of a VR game doing that is uh, Skyrim. And that was pretty much a case of just flail your hands around until something gets hit. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And here it's like, it, it works well when, it, when you get used to it, but it just, you just have to find what works best for you. I will say this. Its control options in terms of motion sickness uh, control and stuff like that are, are really good. So they've got a few different versions of the same basic control setup in terms of how you move and yeah, it's the it's the least stick I felt in a first person game that you know is fairly you know quick, quick of pace but not super quick and it's grand like that. There's some really tense horror stuff that definitely replicates um, you know some famous. And horror moments, if you will, like uh, I, I noticed someone else pointed this out that there's you have to go through some air ducts at one point, and it very much does remind you of the bit in Alien where, where Dallas goes through the air shafts and tracking the alien, and it's it's really just oof, yeah, it, it really gets to you because you hear the the, the, the clones a, a lot of the time, well before you hear them, and for me, a disadvantage with VR is that I, I only have one ear to hear out of so i don't really get three-dimensional space hearing so are you, like are you deaf in one ear is that what's yeah, yeah, going yeah. on yeah completely deaf like a no nerd really yeah this is a, oh, wow learn something new every day about you that's it you know I, I i attribute that to why my speech is often so uh sylvester stallone-esque uh, at times but uh <laughs> the best designs uh but yeah, so yeah, it does lend me a slight disadvantage in games that rely on sound um, uh, because I just normally will be like, shit, where is that coming from? I don't know. It might be there. It might be there. It might be oh, shit. Um, I've got to twat the buttons as hard because it's right in front of me. Will automatically like, compensate for it? Like, I, like, I'm asking out of pure curiosity okay. for like, I mean, you, you know, game designers, things to keep in mind for like people who are hearing impaired. Is it? Is it something that you've adapted to over time, where even only hearing out of one ear, you can hear that it's supposed to be on your, you know, your left, or whatever? It's or some stuff works in that sense. You you can kind of tell that it's close just because you know it's getting louder in one ear, in particular in that ear that you hear out of, yeah. But yeah. most of the time, it's you're hearing a noise, and it's like you can't really get that directional sense quite as well. It, it's the same in real life. You you can't always. If you don't have a point to focus on, you can't really tell where the noise is coming from. You know, it's it's like that. Most I, I'd imagine for anyone with two hearing ears, they'd be like, "Oh, I know that's my I know that's over there, in, off to my left here," because you know I can just you know, my ears tell me that. This right. in most cases, if I can't see it and uh, and there's other factors, it's just no, it's like I, I can't tell for sure that it's coming from any one direction. It, it could be coming. The amount of times my wife would go, "No," say, "I heard a noise. Is it coming from over here." No, it was over that side. And it's like, okay, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a crazy thing. 
but yeah, yeah interesting I, mean, I end up playing everything with subtitles so usually that helps but when it's games like this where it's a very um audio sensitive thing it adds a bit of pressure but uh I, it's you know stuff like alien isolation i found it's doubly terrifying when you're already you're being stopped by something you're not quite sure where the bloody hell it is already and then you don't know as well because you can't hear it exactly where it's supposed to be you get caught out a bit more in terms of um (laughs) where you shouldn't be caught out and yeah it adds something which is good for someone who's a bit dull to the shock and or of horror uh, in a lot of ways to to have that as the only level of uncertainty is that to you for is uh, alien isolation how uh how hiding from the aliens and that kind of made you feel that same kind of sound design? Are you having the same yeah, issues with it? Yeah, this time, you know, when, when you've got weaponry, it's a bit different because you know you can attack, but it means the enemy is more aggressive and it means they're going to attack you, so you kind of need to know where they're coming from a lot of the time. And it just means a lot of twitching around and looking, which VR, like, this is where it is handy, is because it's VR, you can look around a lot quicker, you know, than if you're just using thumbsticks and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's great in that regard. You, you've yeah, you just got... give yourself whiplash. Yeah. It's like, well, when I played Resident Evil 7 like that, it's like, even though I knew all the stuff that was coming because I'd played it before, it's like, it feels different because it's a 3D space and the audio cues are, you know, they're here and there. It's a case of remembering what you saw and some of that's the way because, you know, the enemies wander and don't stick in the same places. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, this is uh, yeah i think it's a really interesting horror game i like that it's a roguelike because you know death isn't the end and it adds something to your experience but uh yeah it's yeah it's somewhere in between dead space and alien isolation in, in what it does and I, i'm happy about that i think it's really looking good i need to play a little bit more just to get to the review stage but um yeah, I mean, I've been very impressed with it, I have to say, which is VR games been hit and missing. But uh, yeah, really done well with that one. Nice. Yeah, very nice. Uh, I played some more Sonic Mania Plus, which was, yeah, man, that Encore mode is brilliant. I, lo- I love it. Basically, that now that you collect the characters to act as your lives, and you know when you run out of characters, you run out of lives like that, and just... Stuff like Mighty, you know, he's uh, a great character now because you know, he just deflects uh, attacks and bounces projectiles, and that's a really cool thing to have. I- I've already got used to using Ray the Flying Squirrel just because I, I-, I can't quite tackle that for some reason. <laughs> but hey, hey. Um, Man, I wish I had to play it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you never got around to telling me why that was, but yes. So. <laughs> Uh, you will, you will. That's it. Um, uh, that Overwatch, I, I've got used to using Symmetra more recently. Now that not every game requires me to go, oh, so no one's going to be a tank or a healer, but I guess I have to pick one of them again. And uh, yeah, that, that hasn't happened recently. So now oh that... man, you just described every Battlefield game I've ever played. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it still happens with Overwatch, believe me. Yeah, every it's... time I play Overwatch, it's like, oh, maybe I could be DPS. Their healers. Well, I guess that's uh, no. Yep, I, I, I'm a Widowmaker main, but I lo- but I do enjoy Lucio as my uh, healer, and I actually do the best in those games. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy um, Mercy, but I tried. Yeah. So now the, the one with the Z. Never mind. 
Oh, yeah. I want to say... Zenyatta? Yeah. Zenyatta. Zenyatta. Yeah. Sorry, I, tried I, was, recently. I was thinking of the Disney actress. <laughs> Passed through the iris. <laughs> uh, I tried uh, him recently. He was quite fun. But it was a pain in the ass to heal people because of the whole... It seems to not heal as much as Mercy. Yeah, tank-wise, I, I, go, I go Zarya or Arissa. Um, if it's healing, it's either Bridget or it's um, Lucia. And so far, as I said, Symmetra is like the only one I've really clicked with in the, the middle ground sort of thing. But yeah, it's there's a whole bunch. And uh, I don't know if anyone loot boxes tend to contain stuff mostly for characters I don't use. Oh um, yeah, I, I get all that as well. Or the, get like legendary, and then it's some coins. Even though I only have about four legendaries. Yeah, well, I, I got a few of the legendary skins just because of getting the, uh, the, the pumped up edition, if you will. Um, and so, yeah, I got. Uh, but yeah, it's just. It's really fun to just dip in and out of. And I, I fully commend what they've done with that game. Fantastic stuff, I have to say. Yep. I won't um, go back until they stop fucking Mercy with nerfs. So sick of it. Yeah, Mercy's been nerfed so much. I hate how slow the revive is now. Oh my god! Wow, I didn't know that they had, I don't play Mercy like at all. So I'd have I didn't know that they nerfed yeah. her so bad. Well, you're Three years and it's not once; it's been several. Yeah. And there was a there was a period of time where they were gonna give her a buff again to make her legitimately make her legitimate for competitive play. Yeah. And the moment they did, they realized that they were giving her too much power and nerfed her further. Bull! Wow! Shit! It has pissed me off so much, and I've heard that they're doing a thing now where they're going to be buffing her again. So I'm just expecting her to just delete her from the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because before, wasn't it, when you used uh, her, like, especially, it would make her res, like, instant, it res twice, if I'm rightly. At one point, yeah. it was like a multi-res, but now it's just like, it's almost not, not worth using the res because it just takes like three or four seconds. And you can't do anything during that three to four seconds. You just stood there holding your hand up for a little bit. Yeah. Um, hey, she's healing people in real life now. Okay, yeah. we all saw the image. <laughs> <laughs> Best thing on the internet in a while. Oh, that's one thing I hate is everyone stick. that shouts, I need a healer! I need a heal! I need a healer! It went... You're looking at them and they've got full health and they're just jumping around. Yeah, yeah, definitely seen that a few times. Um, but, yeah, it's a good way to get lots of commendations is to be a healer because people, if you just stick around them healing, they're like, oh, yeah, he did well. I'll give him work badge or whatever. Yeah, at the I'm, end. I'm like near, I think I'm near like level three in it. Yeah, which is nice. I like that. That system has definitely yeah. made it fun uh, because... Yeah. It, what isn't fun is the whole play of the game system. So, which I got one very early on, you know, in playing it, and ever since I, I feel I've done stuff that's more impressive or more important to the game, and then just now, as much as you probably won, help win the game with all those actions you did, this guy killed nine people who were in a bottleneck in a row, so he wins the the, the play of the game. <laughs> you like, healed your entire team from like a junk rat explosion, but no, that guy who killed two people. Yeah, that guy who literally uh, bottleneck. That's it. Yeah, he he's definitely the guy that uh, wins that one. I know it's 
perfect. It's not a perfect system, <laughs> but it, it's just annoying when you've done really well and then that happens and then you like get the uh, medal ceremony thing at the end and the card, so I should say, yeah. and then you feel, oh well, I definitely my card says I did this and that was definitely more important than killing twenty people for nothing. Uh, oh, but okay, the guy who's killed twenty people, he's winning. Okay, that, that that makes sense. There's still that. There's some things that the system hasn't quite fixed. Let's put it that way. Um, people still seem to see it as I killed lots of people therefore I am the best and it's not really well way. well hey I mean if, if you're gonna if you're gonna be Bakugo then go all the way you know mm. not all of not all of us can be uh, Midoriya's <laughs> that's very true oh god I had to make into a PlayStation yeah sorry about that I had to it just felt so perfect <laughs> nice crossover don't ever do it again <laughs> uh, Gary I'm sorry uh, I think mostly that. I, <laughs> I, I love uh, Five Five Three Classic again this week. It's like uh, as much as I, I find fault years on, I still find now why I, I enjoyed it so much to begin with, and it's just one of those games that I just can dig into the, the little bits that it offers, and you know, clearing out camps and finding stuff, and it's soothing. You know, it's like. I don't give a shit about the story. It's like I avoided that as much as possible, but uh, still got past the vast being gone point. But it's I I I want to finish it in a way soon, just because I've got Far Cry Five just sitting there now to just play that next. But it I, I still doubt it's going to be quite as much fun anyway. I don't know. It's just something about the tropical island setting for me that just feels right in terms of that series. They, they, they've been the only ones I've enjoyed. The, the tropical islands. Speaking of Far Cry Five, I did get my get my uh, Far Cry Five platinum this week. Well, there you uh, go. Uh, you'd like to know since I've been bringing up platinum trophies the past couple of weeks. There you go. Well, yeah. yeah. That's Welcome a good to the party. What do you yeah. at now? Uh, what am I at? I'm at uh, twenty. I'm at level twenty four on trophies with 19 platinum. So nice. nowhere near as amazing as you are, Tim, but as I've said before, I only kind of platinums that really interest me if they're like challenging or or Gary's and I can't let him show me up, so I have to get it too. <laughs> you feel you. I have a I have a similar um I have a similar mantra, but there really is there are very few platinums that don't interest me. So there you go. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm actually more worried about Fonzie catching up. That's actually <gasps> that's like a, been... that's like a real life stress. I've been slacking. I, I haven't gotten platinum the way I did like, like I did last year. So yeah, last year I got forty-seven. This year I only have nine. So yeah, I'm, I'm way. I'm yeah, I'm falling behind. What's your count then? Yesterday I got two, so now I'm at one nineteen. One nineteen. Damn, you're like, oof, you're thirty off. Man, you're farther than me. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> I'm getting itchy. Hang on. <laughs> yes. It's okay. We'll we'll find some kittens for you to get platinums on. Man. I don't need your help. <laughs> hey. <laughs> that Paw Patrol game is coming out soon. You can get that. <laughs> oh, hang on. What? Tell me more. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually been super interested in a couple uh, challenging platinums, and I know I've talked to Gary a little bit about this, um, but. I've been. I recently got the Wolfenstein Platinum because that one was fairly easy, and then I saw how 
egregiously stupid the Wolf, Wolfenstein 2 one is, and I felt like I'd try it. So I would say actual game time, maybe played that game for like 30 hours, but I've spent probably about another 30 hours watching game, watching videos on people doing run-throughs on the the, the, the Mein Leben run-through because it's so stupid. But well, it's, yeah, oh it's my god, hit, I've learned die, so much. And then you start from the beginning again, right? Well, no, it's not one hit die, but if you die, there's no like there's no saving. So if you die, you you go back in menu. Um, so it's knowing the game inside out, all the shortcuts, all the things, like knowing what to do when and how, and like the the shortest run I've seen on mein Lieben is something like two hours and fifteen minutes, which is insane. Uh, yeah. So I've been watching those, like trying to get the the, the finer points in. And, of the, the 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 thirteen or fourteen cha- thirteen chapters, the thirteen chapters I've managed to get to eight without dying. Nice. Which yeah, and but I'm not even to like some of the weirder fights. And man, if anyone is familiar with Wolfenstein too, there's the the courtroom scene mm-hmm. and then the final uh, fight uh, that uh, have me wanting to shit my pants. But I've seen some <laughs> uh, I've seen some, uh, exploits ish exploits way to do them because it it uh, it manipulates how the the AI comes into the game, so you, it's more manageable. But they still have bullets and they still throw grenades. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the lot can go wrong, but you, you can kind of neck them, bottleneck them into certain areas to make it easier. Man, are you still thinking about doing it, or have you given up on it for now, or what's up? Uh, given up? Fuck you. No, I um, <laughs> I I want to. <laughs> no, you give I, up yet? I still am really planning on doing it. Um, I'm still planning on doing it. I have a few more short-term goals that I want to I want to iron out, but um, yeah, I want to be able to dedicate some time to that. And usually, I do a game that when I try to just smash my head into it for a long time. Is there so, a name? Is there a name for that? Because I've always had that too. Like if you start, it's, it's it hindsight. goes through. What is it? <laughs> hindsight. No. <laughs> no, it's a real thing because I've had so many games where I. Uh, Man, so many games where I, I play it the first time, I'm like, oh, okay, I think I get it. and Or I, say, I hate it. Like A good example, actually, is Final Fantasy Thirteen. I played it until the first boss fight, and I didn't get anything. I didn't, And I didn't really spend a lot of time trying to learn it or figure it out. It was just stupid, and I didn't get it. So I, I literally uninstalled that game for a year, and I had this itch to go back. So I did, and every, I, everything that I didn't understood, a basic edition... And it was wonderful to go back and absorb that all again and be able to just fly through the the semi-mundane parts to get to the meat and potatoes at the end of that game. And Yeah, isn't yeah, like the I've first had... 40% of that game just a tutorial or something like that? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not really, but the, it's, it just takes too long to get to the point where you need to care about what you're doing. Oh, I think so that's like 15. Problem. Oh my god. that that I got to the Platinum and I... Didn't know what I was doing with that. Game. <laughs> I'm so sick, but I'm so sick of open world games now that I'm actually I would love to play Fantasy 13 again just because it's so linear. That's what's like really been weird for me is like having played to me in recent times and got a bit uh, about it. The fact that I've come back to Far Cry 3 and been like, I like this. I, I how it is. Maybe it's just the what's in it and, and how it's set up that, that that can be the problem. I think. Yeah, I don't know. You've got to be in the mood for a certain kind of open world game if you're going to do it right. And maybe that's it. Maybe that's the difference between, say, Far Cry Three and Four. Whereas Four just felt a bit. It was peak Ubisoft. Let's 
crowd the fuck out this map, you know, sort of thing with stuff. Whereas free felt like, yeah, okay, there's, there's, there's stuff to do, but, you know, I can do it at my own pace, so I'm happy. It's, yeah, it has to be the right kind. It, that's just it. Right setting, right yep, feel. Yep. Ah. Real. <laughs> yeah, um, so I sort of segued multiple times there. Um, Tim, as you were last talking, do you want, do you want to talk about anything else you played? I guess most of my time this week has been either in farming out stuff in Destiny, which I'm kind of getting back into, and uh, my review for... Yeah. And that game was a perplexing sort of experience for me, because as anybody who knows me, Gary, you asshole, brings it up every time. Every time <laughs> oh, it comes... Every time I for, mention God forbid puzzles, I tell you the truth. <laughs> Every time I mention mention puzzles or talk about having to like even like there been there was one time I remember Gary uh, when I was looking at main menu and you said oh you need help with that because apparently it was a puzzle <laughs> yes <laughs> but man I I when it comes to puzzles and it frustrates me either like I just get it and I don't have to think about it and I feel like a god or I look at it for like half a second and start questioning things and then I just basically just jump off a cliff. I don't. I don't get it. I've. I've always been that way with puzzles. I always. I kind of just figured it was the fact that I was more into like artsy, interpretive stuff when I was young, as opposed to like hands-on manipulation, like you know, Legos and stuff. I just didn't spend a lot of time with it, so I don't. I don't know if that's what it is. Um, but yeah, I've just been awful at puzzles. And the, the point I ramble on about is that the Spectrum Retreat managed to present me with steadily increasing puzzles but i never felt like i couldn't do it uh, yeah. it just seemed like a little bit more comprehensive but still challenging and the the thing that really killed me with like games like portal is that like you, you can you can look at all of these variables and then you have to figure out how you have to manipulate them right and it's not just like moving a block to this but it's all you teleporting to places to manipulate where you need to go and things and that was just too many things for me and i mean it's more than one thing so it was too many things for me but <laughs> um but spectrum retreat managed to present even in the last bit because every every floor you go on you gain a new um a world or colors or um like teleporting and things it's it's pretty cool in that light and it seems very organic in its in its progression so i never felt like you know like in the witness when I would be halfway through, and I go, "Oh, okay, I learned this. So I can apply it here in this way." And then, you know, I'll lab it, and then get like halfway through that transition, you know, that that line of puzzles, and then get thrown like thirty thousand different stupid things that had no relevance to what I was doing, and I would just feel like I was the stupidest person in the world and blow hard. That, that felt great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, the 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 puzzling. I don't want to say it didn't get in the way because it's not, it's not really the puzzling that I have a problem with, which is weird um, for me to say, but because that part of the game is super, super organic and it felt so good to do. And like on its own, if that had been a game just that, I feel like it would have been more successful. At the same time, with the way that the narrative was delivered, it was very subtle, uh, very uh, interspersed. But the more time you spent in puzzles, the the more time and space there was between those little 
narrative pockets. And like the 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 clo- the conclusion to that game has a very interesting hook, but there's just too much time for uh, too much time spent elsewhere for you to really focus on that on the the weight of that hook. So it just kind of feels like an oh okay at the end as opposed to like Jesus, you know that that cool moment. Um, so it it was a bit of a disappointment in that end, but. But man, that game is super gorgeous. It's insane. Like some of the textures they put in there is just stupid. And there were even points where I was I was startled and shocked. Like, uh, you know, it it had a, a real life effect. Like in a game where I get startled or something, I like react to it and actually do something. Like you know, try to show shoot or run away. In this, yeah. it it had that sort of like realistic effect where like if someone catches you doing something you're not supposed to, you kind of just fucking freeze, right? <laughs> and there were plenty of times like that in this game, and like the the uh, the, the 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 automatons that um, manage the the hotel, uh, they're super. They, their voices are super calm, but they're also incredibly quiet. So you never really see them until they're like right on you, or you you know if you see them from where you started or whatever. But plenty of times, I was in the place where I shouldn't have been, and they just pop up, and I run around a corner and they go. I don't remember your room being back there. I'm like oh shit, because I'm I'm investigating some stuff to you know try to yeah. you know, mess around with this hotel's algorithms and they keep like catching me in these little things and I start sp- <sighs> and it wasn't even like an actual scary moment but it was just in the way that those moments were delivered that really gave like a a break in it all and I wish the the game had put a little bit more time into. Um, putting weight in those moments as well as giving the narrative a little bit more of uh, weight as well. Cause man, the, the puzzling aspect of that game is super, super just engaging and organic. And I just loved it. It's just a shame that like they, that game has a lot to go on. Um, I'd like to see them do something else uh, with a similar vein, but yeah, it, it, uh, it just needs a little bit more balance on both ends to make it just a, a super clean, complete package and make it something really special. In fact, yeah. Good stepping stone, though. Perhaps. Oh yeah, like being a first project that was stellar, interstellar almost. Yeah, keep doing it, Dan Smith. Excellent. There you go. Anything else? Was that, that your your lot? Oh, that's my rambling. That's your rambles. That's all right. We will do that. It's fine. We we talk about those games and in a, an interested and happy way. So yeah, that that's what you want to hear. Uh, even if it's not necessarily a good thing <laughs> in, that you're playing, it's still good to yes. Um, Gary, yo, the swing round to you. Alrighty, well, um, my time has mostly been with Mega Man X Legacy Collection, the Dark One Souls of gaming. Uh, the original <laughs> Dark Souls of gaming, yeah. <laughs> Dark Souls uh, no, Dark Souls was did crash. not just do that. <laughs> I, I, no, no, hang on. This is an inside joke. It's not me just being a plebeian. Did you know Dark not Souls just was me originally plebeian. the Crash Bandicoot gaming? <laughs> yes. Did you know that Crash Bandicoot was originally the Kid Chameleon? <laughs> oh, and Kid Chameleon was originally the, the um, Shinobi of video gaming. So this this the story of uh, many of my stories revolves around memes and Gary uh, a couple of times in the last couple of months has said man this is like playing Dark Souls like every time something <laughs> got the difficult so I'd send him this meme that meme you know the one with the the that anime character who's like you know gesturing up at the butterfly <laughs> and it says Dark Souls? anybody in gaming industry 
uh, playing an above average difficulty game is this dark souls <laughs> every time he'd say something like that i'd send him that meme and he gets super pissed so when he's talking about this game being difficult i threatened to send it and he got super pissed again <laughs> yes god damn it no you know what <sighs> i hate you so much i don't <laughs> <gasps> anyway. anyway, for those who have played the Mega Man X game, will know what I'm talking about. Those were some hardcore games. Um, to this day, they're still very, very difficult games. I think that goes for most Mega Man games, to be fair. Yeah, about. even the original Mega Man was, was di- way difficult. But to me, X, I think, upped the difficulty of Mega Man quite a bit. X could have uh, given it to you. Yep, <laughs> X, X definitely gave it to me, that's for sure. Yes. Um, no, it, it comprised of the eight Mega Man X titles uh, spanning three console generations. So the Super Nintendo, the PlayStation 1, and the PS2. Um, and, you know, Mega Man X is kind of like the, the older, mature version of the Mega Man franchise. It tells like a darker story of war and, you know, viruses that start corrupting machines and making them go crazy. Uh, it, it also introduced probably one of the most recognizable characters in the franchise in Zero. Um, and, you know, it's... I, I love this, the, the collection simply because you can... As you play through all of them, you get to see the evolution that the, that the games took and the franchise took. Like, you know, you start off with, oh, I can jump and shoot and charge my attack. That's literally all I can do. And... And then you move on and you see like these small changes that they start adding to them. Like, oh, I can now dash in midair. I can duck and shoot. And, you know, as as the franchise went on, it didn't necessarily go in the best directions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, after Mega Man X4, which I consider to be the best Mega Man X title, which was the first one they released on the PS1, um, it also allowed you to play as Zero for the first time. Um, it was after that where things started to kind of go downhill for the franchise. Um, Mega Man X5, they did this weird thing where you can switch between Zero and X in the middle of a mission. But the problem is if you picked up like an upgrade for Mega Man X as Zero, you don't get that upgrade anymore. The upgrade just disappears and doesn't exist anymore. Hmm. Um, and it's stuff like that that I wish they would have addressed and maybe fixed. Uh, going forward with this collection in particular, but they didn't. And in a way, I I understand they wanted to keep the purity of those games uh, alive, and that's fine and all. But you know, when, when once you get to you know like Mega Man X Seven, which is the dark stain of the franchise, because they they decided, oh, you know, Mega Man Legends was a great 3D approach to us. Let's turn X into a 3D game too. And it didn't work out very well for them. Like, it still had its 2D moments, but then it opened up and you can run around in a 3D space, and it wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. <laughs> um, and by the time X8 came out, um, they, they tried to rectify the problems with 7, but unfortunately it was a little too late, and the franchise pretty much ended with 8, which is sad, and we haven't seen an X game since. I, we've seen a remake on the PSP of the first one, but nothing you know, as a continuation. But the games, to me, like, if you play the Mega Man, you'll instantly know how to play the X games, but there's just so much stuff that goes into the X ones that the original Mega Mans really didn't have. 
Um, they they added some cool stuff like you can ride on a bike in one level, um, like a fast paced you know shooter type like that. Uh, they start to implement like destructible environments. Um, well, not destructible environments in the sense like oh I can go destroy this wall, but specific objects can be destroyed and creating new paths and branching paths. It, it just did a lot of crazy stuff and. It's just so refreshing to go back and play through these games. And I actually talked to Chris about it. Like, it's weird because the older titles, like the SNES ones, Mega Man X through X3, have aged really well. But for some reason, the newer ones have not aged well at all. Um, and that goes not only for the controls, but graphically as well. Like, the old games seem to look better than the PS1 titles did in this collection. Um, but yeah, um, thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I I went through, I played all of them. I can't say I finished all of them uh, <laughs> in the time span that I had, but I did finish a few of them and, you know, it's great. They also added some cool stuff. Like they added a, a boss mode now where you can actually fight two bosses at the same time. Um, Jeez. I, I tried it. <laughs> I did not succeed in any of them. <laughs> I say one's enough usually. So yeah. Yeah, but now you can fight two at the same time, and it's almost impossible to pay attention to both of their attacks while figuring out how to dodge what's coming at you. Um, very terrifying, but it has like its own leaderboard set up. So I'm sure by the time the game you know releases and everybody gets a hold of it, I'm sure we'll see some people completed in like half a day because they're fucking crazy yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but other cool stuff it has it has like a whole museum section and you can go and like they have concept art of all the games um you can select each game by by title just look at all the awesome concept art and it has a description uh, of every piece of art that they've done like what went into it why this like piece was scrapped over a different one just this plethora plethora of information uh, you can listen to all the soundtracks to the game. You can change uh, the background wallpapers when you're playing the game because it's like a windowed screen, uh, which you can make full screen. I don't recommend it because it just stretches the image and it doesn't look very good after that. Um, they also have a cool section where you can look at various products they released based on the Mega Man X franchise, like model kits action figures, mangas, movies, animes, and you can read all these information about like when they were released, when did Capcom discontinue them, so you'll know, like, holy shit, if I have this model kit, it's probably worth a shit ton of money now, because it's been discontinued for so long. Um, but amazing, amazing amount of information on all these things, and it's a fantastic collection. I recommend it, even though the second half of the games don't really live up to the franchise's name, in my opinion. Um, but what's there is absolutely worth it. And from what I understand, you can't buy them individually because it's Collection 1 and Collection 2. Mm. Uh, collection 1 features Mega Man X 1 through 4, and the second collection is 5 through 8. Um, as far as I know, you have to buy both of them. From what I saw on the PlayStation Store... They don't have them individually, but when you get it, it's two different files. <laughs> so it's two different icons on your on your dashboard on PS. That's, that's a shame because you know they, they did the last 
two elections apart, you know, a good yeah. pace apart as well. So, yeah, it's a, a bit much to be doing that. Yeah, it's, it's it's weird. Like, personally, like, they're not even that big of a files. Like, they're, like, I think 14 gigs each. They easily could have just combined them into one collection. and Sure. Because if you're not doing one collection, then why do I have to buy them together? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I highly recommend the X Games if you're in for a good challenge, um, enjoyable characters. Actually, the story is actually really good if you can follow it. Um, each title actually um, is like a is branch. Is it called the X Legacy, X Legacy Collection? Yes. Okay, in Europe it's sold separately. Is it? That's good. I'm because I'm looking at it now. It, North American story wasn't. Legacy Collection One, Legacy Collection Two. All the same. I'm I'm surprised that they are separate things, not just one whole collection, because they're coming out at yeah. the same time. Just it just seems odd. You know, at least with the last time, they had just done a few of them, then the next few of them. And if but... you pre-order now, you save ten percent with PS Plus <laughs> until the twenty fourth. Uh, oh yeah, month. it's it's not full price. It's I believe forty dollars. So in yeah. my opinion, it's yeah. a steal. Thirty two pound forty nine. Yeah, it's it's a fantastic collection, especially for Mega Man fans and for like Chris, who is a huge Mega Man fan, but he was he missed the X franchise. Um, this is a great time. I mean, yes. I don't think you'll get a better collection than this, quite honestly. Yes, I'm excited. Uh, Good stuff. Yeah. Stuff. You said it, well, it had it had comics and mangas. Yeah, bet, they I did. Bet, I bet it didn't have the Sonic crossover. No. Still can't believe that. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. Uh, this this collection also includes the um, the the Sigma prequel origin animated movie. So it's a it's I think like a thirty to forty five minute anime movie that like is the prequel to the first Mega Man X game and shows you what happened for Sigma, who's the main villain of the Mega Man X franchise, and how he became corrupted because he was a good guy. Uh, part of the Maverick Hunters is what they called them, and then he somehow got corrupted and became a bad guy. And this movie shows you how this happened, and it's actually very well done too, for something that came out a long time ago. Um, certainly, yeah. certainly better than his involvement in Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. <laughs> <laughs> That's for, I mean, I love the fact that they gave Sigma such a high-profile, you know, villain role in that game. Yeah. But but then they didn't because they just <laughs> yeah they, they just made him part of Ultron. Like, yeah, okay. I was like, okay, okay. That was so ugly. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about the game, but that boss. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree. Um, oh. Ben. Oh, good. I get the short part. Warframe and Overwatch. Fantastic. We've already talked about Overwatch too, so... And <laughs> I really... tried to stream some Naruto Boruto Striker. I streamed one season, one bit, but the rest of it, the times were just... Because it was a beta, it, they decided to only keep the servers open at certain times. Now, I just looked at the thing thinking, oh yeah, okay, it's open at 9 to 12, so obviously that's going to be the normal times. But no, the next day was 7am to 10am. And then the next time after that was 2am till 5am. And then again at 7am to 10am. I'm like, okay. Well, I guess I'll stream, I'll play it once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Work yeah. on better times, please. Or keep the server open. It's a beta. <laughs> yeah, it's weird when they do that. I, I get it in some ways, yeah. but it's always at strange times. Yeah. I suppose it's for whatever their optimal audience is, I suppose. Yeah. Ah, yeah, so, so, so that was your lot, was it then? Yeah, that's pretty much a lot, but that, uh, someone else is playing something right now. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> I can hear something. Yeah, I can. Who is that tap, tap, tapping on my mic? Oh, no, it might be me. Well then, Chris, your punishment is to talk about video games. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I don't want to talk about that shit. Uh, no, I, I, I will, I'm sorry if Ben is done talking about what he played. I'll be happy to go next. If Ben, are you finished? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, great. I tried to pad uh, it out just so I didn't say, like, just Warframe. No, what? <laughs> Plain enough. I, I actually did re-download uh, Warframe uh, this week to, uh, oh, we uh, you know, to get the, to get my Trinity Prime. And so, yes, we do need to play again, Ben. I, oh, I hope so soon. I gotta do and, that too. And, Holy shit. and Tim and Gary, we all need to go go forzies on some Warframe again. Yes. Ooh, um, <laughs> Dude, uh, we see. are all like five years behind in that game. That's okay. So? We can catch up. <laughs> okay. Ben, Ben can put us in his backpack and carry us again through everything, like he always does. Did you hear that, Fonzie? Um, we can catch up. You're not. You're not supposed to admit that. To oh, me. Tim, come on, man. That was bad. <laughs> that, no. Well, that's good because I missed Alfonsi. He's been so quiet. You're oh. uh, so quiet, Alfonsi. That's all I can muster. Uh, no, don't mention that word. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Just not gonna lie. Wait, what? what? I'm confused. What word? Mustard's gross. Wait. Oh. You don't mustard, like mustard is delicious on hot dogs. Yes. Like mustard is amazing on roast beef. Gary, you shut your face. <laughs> what do you guys and put on sandwiches? What do you guys put on your cold roast beef sandwiches? Cold roast beef? Who eats that? Me. <laughs> I like my hot beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like God. all kinds of beef. Yeah, buddy. So does Tell Gary, me. we've determined this week. Yeah. Gary loves eating beet off a woman. But now some uh, English mustard on some... This is the wrong podcast for the kind of talk. We don't have the podcast for this kind of talk, so it'll have we to be... The... We, we need to do some slaps in here, I think. It's leaking over. I'm actually talking about real beef. Voice so am beef. I. So am I. Gary and I were discussing this week how much he loves beef. And he said, yeah. I love beef so much, I will eat it off of a woman. Like, he wants this, he's Gary, interested in say, food play. Oh, I love this honey, I'll eat it off a woman. Oh, I love this trash can, I'll eat it off a <laughs> <laughs> It does sound like Gary liking a trash can. <laughs> wow. Well, it's probably the one I'm living in, so it's fine. <sighs> love you, Gary. Oscar, you're a grouch. <laughs> uh, anyway, Chris, video games. Uh... And uh, let's see, I already mentioned the Far Cry 5 Platinum, and uh, I'm working currently on the God of War Platinum, and I'm still uh, I'm still attempting that Super Meat Boy Platinum. Um, I'm uh, just kind of working my way through the game and trying to get, get, good, get at, good at every, everything. I wish you could get good at self-loading, too. Get good at everything. At echoing? Yeah. yeah. Fucking Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> but where is the <laughs> Where uh, is that, the dub? That, that's, that's been it for me. Um, yeah. 
Fantastic. Um, Thank God I Neil missed that chat about beef. Beef. I like beef. See? Oh. Do you like mustard on your beef? I do. There were a See? lot of really weird gifts in there. Almost oh, exclusively. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I won't put mustard on anything else, really, but on beef, yeah. It may be ham. Yeah, ham a little bit. Yeah, ham, ham is definitely a, a second there yeah. on that one. Um, okay. What? <laughs> I don't know. I was going to go on a whole conversation about difference between Dijon and mustard, but never mind. That's not. No. I don't use Dijon. I use English mustard. It's better. English. Oh my god! That is just the most English thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) I use English mustard. It's better than that filth you call American mustard. To be fair, our our American mustard is filth. I'm just saying. I tell you what, it's good. It's nice to have. uh, I like it. I like it on hot dogs and stuff. It makes sense. American mustard's okay on hot dogs. Nothing else. And pickle relish. Oh, pickle relish. Mm. Mm. I'd rather have sauerkraut. Oof. Yeah. Bet you yeah. Oh, yeah. Sauerkraut. <laughs> um, anyway, video games. Alfonso. Um, recently, Suicide Guy on UK version, which I stopped playing because it's, it's just frustrating. I hate puzzles. I'm just like you, Tim. I'm not yes. good at puzzles, so I'm going to wait for my sister to come back to finish it because she loves puzzles. So she could get me that platinum. Um, that doesn't count. I don't give you the, the authority. Uh, shut up, Gary. Shut up. Okay. He can do what he wants. <laughs> Loophole. It counts. I, I, I remember don't... when my mate made me get him some platinums. I made him pay for food the next day. That's the best deal. Wait, Super... you, he got you a platinum and then you made him pay for your no, food? I got him platinums. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, like, how'd you do that? <laughs> you got some suckers for friends, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Gary, do you want to platinum a game for me? And then buy lunch. I, I will. <laughs> and I will buy lunch. Ooh, he's the best. As I mean, long as you fall on the line afterwards. If someone wants me to platinum <laughs> Jack and Daxter for them again, uh, I, I'll gladly do that. that. That's about <laughs> the limit of it. You mean the first one? Yeah, right? only the first one. I wouldn't dare try the other ones. You can finish the first platinum for me if you want for Jack and Daxter. I'm so close. There you go. Um, I'll give you the cheat codes. There you go. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Oh, yeah, and I'll buy you lunch one day, someday, if I ever meet you. Yeah, well, I'll make a point of it. I'll, I'll go on a business trip to Scarborough. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be like, what kind of business is there? Like, you ever had werewolf wolves. steak? <laughs> That's it. I'm on the hunt. She's <laughs> uh, May. Werewolf Ooh. steak? Mm. So fantastic. Hey, who are we talking to? Alfonso? Yeah. Um, Super Destroyer Nuts DX, which is basically Space Invaders, is crossed by $4.99. So I got those platinums yesterday, PS4 and Vita. That's it. Oh, shit. Hold on. Hold on. You had me at crossed by platinums. Oh, wow. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me you more. Coward, go beat a real game for your platinum. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, like hey, Bobby. Hey. I don't care <laughs> what you say, Gary, okay? If it's an easy platinum, I'm going to go for it because a platinum is still a platinum. Hashtag. Nobody got time to be going, doing 60 plus hours and finding all these damn colors. Nobody got time for that. No. 
I don't. I definitely don't got time for that. So if I can get an easy platinum, I'm going for an easy platinum. Wow. Just wow. Wow, indeed. I will give you $50 if you platinum the Mega Man X collection. Okay. Okay. You better get a knife and slit your wrist because I am not going through that. <laughs> wow. wow. Yes. Oof. We didn't even get to the anime podcast for this kind of pilot. Wow. <laughs> that was rough. Or should we say you listened to the anime podcast and you got more of it now? Mm. Wow. Sorry, whichever, whichever way you look at it. Yes, that's, uh... <laughs> to us, it's the other way around, but to everyone else. <laughs> I'll find a way to get that game for super cheap so I can profit 50 bucks. Uh, <laughs> wow, that was hurtful, man. The story, will, the story that I have to tell you later will bring up your spirits. Yay! <laughs> right. Um, who does that leave? Who haven't we talked to? I think that's everybody. Yeah, that's it. Isn't it? Oh, I'm shocked. Shocked. Yeah, it seemed like it hadn't been. Um, predictions league. That's a thing. We do that often at this place of business. Um, again, only one of the two games we picked actually got enough reviews to actually count. Um, that's you, Moose Man, not getting any more than one review. Um, so that, that wait another week just to oh, see if it gets... Oh, my game, I gave 100. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're, you're not going to get 100, I'll tell you now, because the only review is 75. So... It, yeah, it's not happening. But you might get close. <laughs> so, oh, close. Yeah. Um, that one was Tempest 4000, which uh, did get enough reviews to get a score. Um, a score of 75, uh, which, uh, Gary, your stealing of Tim's 69 um, did not go down well here. You did not get anything for your trouble. Sounds about right. <laughs> uh, same for you, Chris. It's not my favorite position anyway. <laughs> Uh, Chris's favorite, favorite position and score, 70. Uh, no, that didn't win. Is that he's by himself? <laughs> yeah. On a pillow? It's when I'm by, it's, it's, well, it's when I'm by myself on my bed with a pillow. <laughs> it's like the seven, the seven represents someone like with their back to the other person and the other one's just got like their arsehole showing and that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> that's Channing Tatum. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Anyway, yeah, it wasn't enough to win. Uh, ben, 82. Nah, sorry. Uh, Tim, 72. Close. So close, but not there. It was me. It was 74. Wait, game which game there. is this for? Tempest 4000. That's the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. I, I know you were really wanting to know what score that game would get. So and what now. happens when someone takes my default number, Gary? Yeah. Well, to be fair, you're the lost even more. You were closer. Yeah, you were closer. You could thank him for being closer to not winning. Oh, no, this is what happens when, <laughs> when, when, when the time shifts. Like when someone takes it away, then the rest of the world is affected. It's a butterfly effect. Thanks, Gary. You ruined it. So, little update then. Chris, one point. Alfonso, two points. Gary, 4.5. Me, four, 5.5 now. Tim, seven. Ben, nine. Oh, a bunch of games out this week, don't they? That, that's for sure. Um, Including the persistence, which is what we're going to start with, aren't we? Because why not? Let's start with the persistence. When I scroll down and type in the persistence into the list I have, because I wasn't prepared to write that down, apparently. Um, So, um, Alfonso, seeing as you are returning after so long away, um, 
You can go first. I'm going to go with 77. 77 from the Alfonso. And just took my uh, number. I don't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, making a session. I'm now always on, so you can go without one week. <laughs> not when Neil is winning every week. Well, if he was winning but he's every not week. at top. How am I winning every week? at top. Ben is at the top. Yeah, at the top, baby. Unless I like get a million points in the next few weeks, I ain't winning. Let's put it this way. So you know, <laughs> right? Um, talking of which, I will say eighty-one for me, Tim. I think I'm going to give it a uh... man. Really? I don't know. Uh, Seventy-nine. Seventy-nine. He's going there, Chris. Really, Tim? Do I have to do the? Okay, fine. Uh, I will do it. Sixty-nine. Nice. <laughs> oh, That's the position on. you're not even good at, Chris. Chris what are you, you talking? Just... I am excellent at it. I have that <laughs> ship figured out. Lockdown. Your pillow doesn't count. It has no way. We to have, see how we have established, Tim, uh, Chris, that your your position is uh, live facing away from someone while they show off their arsehole. Yeah, your position is seventy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. The point. Seventy. <laughs> <laughs> Self-defeating sexual intercourse. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, ben, well, I'm going to go with. I make weird positions next to them, so I'm going to go with eighty. <laughs> <laughs> what that's are you doing? Come to chair, right there. I think he, st- he stapled the middle of his arsehole together. <laughs> 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 Oh no, Channing Tatum's face. <laughs> or, or it's an underside view of his undercarriage and seeing his balls and his arsehole, yeah. So, yeah. There we go. Uh, the, the, good, the good old hanging fruit bowl. <laughs> Gary, what position are you? 76. <laughs> now now that's, that's facing away from him. Well, I don't want to look at you. <laughs> That's what they all said to me. That's what that's what I get for letting you look me in the back of the head. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh the oh, eyes are getting leaky again. <laughs> I, I'm I'm mostly looking at your lower back, man. All I know is at least it's just your eyes that's getting leaky. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eighty-one doesn't do it for me. <laughs> that's why I went seventy-eight. Pure and simple. <laughs> Staple shot. Uh. Right, um, so, as usual, two games, two games. Uh, so the Banner Saga 3 is out next week, would you believe? I still not played the first two, so God knows what that would be like. So, we'll go reverse order. Gary? Uh, 82. 82. Ben? I don't know what game it is, so I'm going to go with 76. What game are we talking about? The Banner Saga 3. Oh, uh... uh... 86. 86. Yeah. Uh, okay, Chris? Uh, 84. 84. Tim? Um, um, I'm trying to... Um, man. <laughs> I had a number and everyone started encroaching on it, so I don't really feel comfortable anymore. Ew. <laughs> Things are getting claustrophobic in this position. There's a lot um, of balls going so far. The numbers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not enough hang time. Um, 
I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm going to go with it. I, I'm i still liking 83. I don't know why. I'm going 83. Mm-hmm. Why you always got to upstage me, man? It's a thing. Um, c- keeping it's it this a joyzy thing. Uh, yeah, keeping in this general area, I will say 87. Um, Alfonso. I'm going to say 78. 78. The optimist. He is literally lowballing it on that one. Womp. <laughs> Get it? Because he's the only one with an eight on the second part of this number. Anyway, um, right, let's go. Um, that is that. Done. Dusted. We are done for another week, my friends. <gasps> Oh, can you believe it? It's almost there. We've almost finished. Almost Monday? Lame. And uh, it is, actually. It's like an hour and 20 minutes away here. So, Ishka. The future sounds uh, awful. It does sound awful. Um, You've got to go through everyone else's shout-outs. So, Ben? Oh, let's shout-out to Twitch.tv. So, Master Radio. Master Radio, go check those out. They recently did a charity event where they tried to get to the top of Heaven on High against the Crucible. Uh, they got to floor 40, I think. And the Crucible got to floor 60, if I'm brightly. Uh, so they donated money. The, all the money went to charity anyway that they raised. They raised $600 Thanks. against cyberbullying. Which was funny Ooh. because everyone went from the Crucible stream over to the Maelstrom radio stream to bully them during the stream. So, yeah. Um, well, they're fr- all, all the people are friends anyway. So, you know, it's like when Chris talks to Gary more than anything. When everyone talks to Gary. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I'm in the conversation, I'm happy. Uh, we love you, Gary. Oh, Gary, that's sad. We I, love I you, very... Gary. I don't like that. Uh, no. I, I'm, I'm you don't like having Gary in the conversation? Wow. Dude. Yeah, I know. Wow. I mean, it does. It makes me sad. So, you know. uh, shout out to She Hills I Tank. Uh, go check them out. Twitch.tv has She Hills I Tank. A shout out to everyone that's here, especially Alfonso, because I want to go up on the list mainly. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm back to the last place now. I think so, but you'll find out. Well, you have found that out, but we'll find that out. But you've already know this, but we don't yet. But yeah, we'll sure, know bro. this by the time it goes live. But you, we don't won't know this by the time it. Yep. I, I'm wait. Is, are we talking back to the future time travel rules or well, Terminator time travel rule? I'm I'm so lost. Well, we're gonna find out. On the next podcast, we record, but that goes up before this podcast, so we don't know it, but by the time this goes live, we'll know it. Oh, so we're, we're like, from the future right now. Yeah, but we don't know Ooh. the future. Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the bathroom's that way. Uh, I just, I just had to kill myself on Super Meat Boy after that. Uh, I'm gonna have to stop, stop leaning on my chair. I don't want someone to roll out and push me back. Uh, uh, anyway, that's yeah. that's my shout out. Oh, shout out to Gary. Uh, yeah. Of course. Talking of which, Gary. <laughs> um, shout out to you guys as always. Uh, thanks for having me on. Shout out to family, friends, listeners. That's about it. Fantastic. Um, Alfonso. Shout out to you guys, to the listeners, followers. It's good to be back on. Like I said, a story that will be discussed about in the next podcast. That's what's going to make everybody happy. 
especially Gary. But it's, but but then, it's also not the next podcast. It's the podcast you have for this, perhaps. It takes a little twist that makes me upset, but it's not something that's violent or crazy. Just, just <laughs> disappointed and sad. And I just tell Shannon, why? Why? But yeah, that's it. Yes, yes, good stuff, good stuff. Tim. Uh, everybody, listeners, you guys. Uh, Neil, Ben, Gary. Gary, Chris. <laughs> Yo. Um, hey. Love. Um, <laughs> Just name it. <laughs> Rainbow's book, the sandwich. Uh, yeah. That pasta like to... on the beef. I have a super stupid shout out, but I'm going to shout out Dawkins for finally giving me an LR I didn't even know I had. Thank you for that. You already had an LR. <laughs> well, no, he said an there's LR some, he didn't know he had. There's some bitter. There's some bitterness here, Dawkins. So thank the, you for both of those things. Does LR stand for large rectum? Is that what you're saying? Why you have a large LR already? Is that it? <laughs> it? Hey, you hear this guy? He's bragging about his large rectum. <laughs> Oh man, you went into the daddy mode, and now I gotta go for a while. <laughs> it's my new specialty. Yeah, I did a bit of ASMR during the last podcast last night. <laughs> oh. I had some quite effect on people. Mm, it was not so ready. Lovely. Hang on. Oh yeah, like this right now. Yeah. Oh, we just like this. Yeah. Stop it. Do don't do it. It's this fine. Is, this is getting hot in here. I don't you have enough pants. Chris. Stop. What's <laughs> hoy? <laughs> Who's the sexual voice? That's Ben. ben. ben oh Gary, my god, Chris. not Chris. Ben and uh, Ben and Neil. <laughs> Who'd have thought that Clive Action Anderson had any sexuality? <laughs> Who'd have thought I had any? Oh, well, you, you, you are just oozing sexual mojo, Ben. Yeah. I mean, we can feel it through the microphone. That's how you infect us. Your brain diseases all the time. <laughs> that episode uh, where I made you forget everything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll have you know I've had two whole children. Any house? I I mean, are you full? (laughs) (laughs) Never. (laughs) Oh my god. I wasn't ready. My headset wasn't ready. (laughs) But do those come with mustard? I don't know. I I won't elaborate any further in case I ever get to work for Disney. Oh, I get it. I get it. That was a good burn. That was a really politically good burn. Oh, my God. Too soon, man. One could say you're jumping the gun on it. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, yes. You haven't got a Scooby-Doo, I tell you. (laughs) That's fucking niche, as James Gunn references go. Anyway. um... (laughs) Chris. Chris. Uh, Shout out fans, friends, family, you guys, I love all of you so much. I can't tell you how much this week, this last week, has not been fun, and I was looking forward to this podcast today to hang out with you guys, so it's something that I absolutely love, and I want to say thank you to you all for making it so special to me. Um, If you want to see anything, if fans want to see anything weird that I'm retweeting or have discovered, you can follow me on Twitter, at Devangel, that's D-E-V-A-N-G-I-E-L. Fantastic. That's everyone else done now, isn't it? I didn't yes. even shout my Twitter account at Chili UK. Remember, if I reach 1,100 followers by end of August, I will do a giveaway. We'll do a giveaway. He promises, nay, threatens to do a giveaway. <laughs> I, I don't know oh. what it is yet, so. 
Yeah, I mean, that's um, the problem. I, I also want to correct something I said about Mega Man earlier. Because <laughs> um, I know the rabbit fan base will destroy me. Um, Zero became playable f- for the first time in X3, not X4. Please excuse me for that small mistake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing They've you already corrected Hey, that. no, don't correct yeah, because it, we might actually get emails for once. It took you way too I'll long. Now to they like, stop listening. Yeah, cut it out. That's it. I'll cut oh that bit out God. because I actually want to receive emails for once. Even oh if it's God. just hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> but it's directed towards me. Last week we said stuff. Yeah, but you said I you just like being in sure the conversation, so. Oh, my God. We didn't get that. I mean, our most active listeners are actually on the show, so, <laughs> so, so we kind of shoot ourselves in the foot in that regard. But we yeah, it's it's always weird when I see on the tweet or on the on tweet that I've been like the number one fan. I'm just like, ooh, that's not good. Yeah, yeah but then you know we don't do a lot with that, so it well, is I, fair. I looked and surprised that we had over a hundred followers on our Twitter account when we don't really touch it. By yeah. shout out to all hundred followers. We love you a long time. 78. Yeah. <laughs> 72, ask any time you want. Seven, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll 70 anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I'm, I'm alone in the world. So, that's that done. Um, I suppose this is as good a time as any to let the wider world know that I will be leaving PSU in a matter of weeks. And that, unfortunately, means uh, this podcast as well. Um, no. No, no, no. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> this is a response in real time. Um, he, told, time. he told us earlier in the week it's because he's not number one on your girlfriend's. Yeah, so, Shannon, it's, it's Shannon's fault. Yeah, it's it's his fault. fault. He Mail, was number one last week. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Well, that was it. I thought I'd go out on a high, you know, while I was top. (laughs) (laughs) Why aren't I number one? Huh? Tell me. I want number two. What does number two work for? (laughs) Number two's my favorite. Good number two is always good. But yes, anyway. (laughs) Carry on. Uh, Yes, I'm not going to do the the big blubbery things because it this isn't the end i still have two or three more episodes to go so i assume three at the minute uh, which will be after i actually finish with psu but you know i'll have a sunday free so it makes sense well don't miss me already don't miss me already i'm already very sad and and don't like it but you know other things bigger Brighter things uh, are coming my way, I hope. And, yeah, it's been great. And I promise I will not slack off any more than normal for the next couple of weeks, uh, at least. So, you know, expect the, the usual 60% effort and oh, no God, more. Then I'll be the main owner of the Unchained podcast again. Yeah, it will fall back to you. The curse has never been lifted, I'm afraid, on that front. <laughs> but yes. So, yeah, um, though next week will probably be quite normal, um, 
it may get a little more sentimental in the next couple of weeks. Uh, it, you may notice uh, as I get a bit more forlorn. We we had a meeting earlier in which it was mentioned that I was leaving, and I was had sad. And uh, yes, I, it's not nice. <laughs> it's, you, you kind of want it to be oh yeah, everyone's sad that you're leaving, and it's great, but it, it's never nice. Even though, the same you know, thing though. You don't want to end like me where you've been here so long. You just feel like the old sofa that they've just left there in the corner. They've forgotten about. Well, you know, interestingly, that's pretty much every other job I've ever had. So, yeah. so we take our strange. <laughs> I've, I've been here for like that's... six years now. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was gonna. Do you, do you? Does the rest of the world know what happens? You know what happens on used sofas, right? Like, unfortunately, we... Ben, this has been Ben's life. That's where we take like, our strange. That's yeah, where that's... we. That's where we tame some strange. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, we told Gary that a little bit of slang over the last like month or so and he hates it so don't use oh, it bless him it's not slug it's trash Gary just, <laughs> Gary just hates South Park that's all there is to it I don't know why that slang was around before South Park yeah but South Park made it funny and popular you want me to use slang from like the 50s man what's wrong with you don't be a jive turkey like <laughs> <laughs> you silly carrot <laughs> It's trash. Let's go out the apples and pears, my son. <laughs> anyway, other than that, we are done for another week. Please do all those things that help podcasts carry on. By, oh, by the way, we're now on the we're on the Google app. I found out, so you can check us out on the Google app as well. Oh, no Google app, amongst other things. There you go. Um, so yes, I, I will revel in these last few weeks of hosting uh, as much as I can, and uh, yeah, I will try not to be too drunk for the last couple. I promise. I you promise worry. nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why change it up? Don't do that to me. Well, not for this podcast, the anime podcast. That's oh, good, uh, you know. oh, yeah. Okay. There's anyway. a lot, lots of tolerating that one. Right? So. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yes, until next week. It is again, tatty bye. <laughs>